Episode 139 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet, voted Montreal's top bakery and dessert shop year after year. Check them out at their five Montreal locations, including my home location on Tachereau Boulevard in beautiful Brossard, Les Delices Lafrenet. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by Own Space. Hey, what's going on? Freeway Frank, here I am. It's late night. I just crossed over the bridge into the city. I had to post. I had to post. It's raining. It's a beautiful fall night. It's been warm the last couple of nights. I'm driving over the bridge, and I always get sentimental when I do that because I don't know if you do that, but depending, for me, driving is everything. When you drive, you get to think Sometimes you're listening to great music and a great song came on. I think it's by Uncle Cracker called Smile. You make me smile like the sun fall out of bed. It just brought me to a place. Well, it brought me here to the, to the studio. But I was at an event earlier this evening. I drove my wife. I've crossed this bridge now, I think, four times today. Brought my wife home and then came right back to do my, my podcast. Now, back in the day, I would do my podcast in my basement. I would roll down sometimes, you know, still wearing my my uh, mutanders and my boxers. Uh, not very attractive. Well, depending who you ask. Sometimes in my jogging pants. Late, late at night. Kind of like now here. It's coming up before 1130. I would just start recording. And I always felt, even when I did my Instagram lives during that period, that, that horrible period in our lifetime, we're not going to remember. I'm not going to remind you about it. I seem to bring up a lot still because I'm sorry. I can't just sweep it under the carpet like the uh, liberals have and other people who uh, yeah, are still denying. But anyway, I go down there. Sometimes I even fix myself a drink, but I was in the same house. So now the thing is, now if I don't want to do it or I'm not in the mood to do it, let's say, because you're not always in the mood just because you have a microphone and you're doing something fun like talking and doing a podcast, it doesn't necessarily mean you're always in the mood to do it. Now the difference is I have to actually hop into a car, and even though it's not that far away, but I still have to drive into the city, and usually at this time there's no traffic, nothing, it's beautiful. 13 minutes, boom, bam, I'm in. Come over here and, you know, set up and do the whole thing. It actually takes a little bit more time. So a little bit more effort is what I'm saying. But I'm putting in a little bit more effort, and it it feels good to put more time and effort into this podcast because it's something that I came really close I may have mentioned it, briefly mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago, but I don't think people realize how serious I was about pulling the plug. I really felt at a certain point, I was putting in a lot of time and and effort, and I felt like, you know, it's just I wasn't getting back what I feel I deserved from either guests or people I was working with or people were messing around with my time saying, yeah, they wanted to meet to talk about, you know, sponsoring and all that. And then, yeah, let's sit down in, in November and it's July, you know, right then and there. <laughs> I, mean, I kid you not. And I'm not saying these are bad people. I'm just saying, you know, they have their catsies, their, their business to do, I guess. I have my business and whoever wants to work with me will find me and I will find them. It's like a, a, a true uh, romance novel, Harlequin. And we'll find each other. But I'm telling you, it changes. It's a world of difference when you have people who truly believe in you. And after going to Vegas with Own Space, my podcast sponsor, 
Les Delis Lafrenet signed up as well to come on the podcast. It makes you feel good. I don't know how else to say it. It makes you feel okay. Now people are jumping on board again, starting to feel like we're headed towards, to me, 2024 will definitely be the rebound year where many of the people who carelessly unfollowed and left our lives, all of our lives, you and me together, will be back. Not necessarily begging for forgiveness, but will be back. Trust me, I have a grudge section in the pit of my stomach where you know, I don't forget things. We shouldn't forget when people have wronged us, but we need, to people, we, we need to give people second chances. I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently and said, you know, Frank, you need to, 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 to start new relationships with new people. There's going to be other people out there that will want to work with you. And if anybody has any preconceived notions uh, about who you are or who you, they think you've become and all that, let them be. But you, you got to put down the baggage and stop carrying any baggage. And I was like, I, I don't think I'm carrying any baggage. And he was like, well, I, th I think you do carry some baggage because we all do. But he said, you know, just get out there and go back to doing what you were doing. And I agree. And I agree. When you're somebody that is all about loyalty and fairness and honesty and you feel like you've been wronged, it is really hard, really hard. Like, and I, I welcome people who, who come back and listen to the podcast and come back, you know, the, and follow me on social media. But, but you don't forget how you were treated and how people really showed a real nasty side of themselves. And I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast could relate to that. And, and it's just hard for me to just completely forget that but it's been a an exercise yeah it's been an it's been a true exercise you know trying to recondition my brain it's one thing to be working the quads which i don't do your biceps which i don't do you need to exercise your or recondition your brain that's a work in progress every day for many of us we we just we forget that we're in this world not by ourselves under our our own umbrella we're in this world with sharing it with so many people and and we're all under the same sphere and under the same umbrella humans need interaction humans need other people but then sometimes we resort to being by ourselves and solo you're wrong then you're like ah i'm just going to retreat and be by myself but but that's not necessarily the solution and i'll be the first to admit that it's one thing to say it it's another thing to do it these have been small steps to get to where I wanted to get, but I feel that this is allowing me to get to a better place. And never forgetting you on the other side for listening in, you are the reason, the number one reason that I still continue to do this. I see the DMs, I reply to them, I see the messages, people who have been loyal from the start, I don't forget. And I hope that I'm giving you something, we share something together, and we learn from each other. Testy times once again right now. It just seems like we're going, you know, one thing ends, another thing starts. One thing ends, another thing starts. And it's hard to really understand what's going on right now in the world. But all we could do as individuals, and it truly is the only way to live, is have compassion for other people 
and hopefully get through any hurdles that you have with other people and move on. Because moving on, it's the essence in being in a better place and being a better person. But it's easier said than done. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it must be late night because I'm having these late night conversations and thoughts that it's never my intention to just walk in here turn on the microphone and blab but sometimes i do because i'd rather be completely honest and let you in on what's going on in this head of mine and hopefully that makes some kind of connection with what's going on in in your mind and you're like okay it's not just me because it's it's heavy things things nowadays are, are just they're just heavy I don't remember, do you remember when you were in your 20s, maybe it's your 30s, maybe it's your 40s, maybe it's your teens, life being as complicated as it seems now, if we clear our minds completely, right, we're able to hit a reset button to start over, it truly is, it, it, it starts here and ends here, it's, it's truly all in your head. I put up a video recently, I think about a week ago. I'm sure it bothered some people. It shocked other people. But I thought it was great. And it said something like, 50 years from now, you're not going to matter anymore. All the family and friends that you have are, are going to be dead along with you and buried and long gone. You'll be just a mere memory from the people that you've left behind. After they're gone, some people don't even remember their grandparents, let alone their great-grandparents or their great-great-grandparents. So literally, you'll be a picture, portrait, somewhere left in the house. The house that you have will have other people living in it. I mean, this sounds sad, right? It's your mortality. I remember as a kid, I think the anxieties I got, I would think of the end and then nothingness or whatever you believe in, maybe something, hopefully. And so what does this all mean, Frank? What this means is that it won't matter. In 50 years it won't matter no one will care about what that person said about you on Instagram no one will care about you spending the extra money on whatever you got at the restaurant no one will care because no one will be around you won't be around and the people that be around will be living in the house that you built and walking down the streets that you walked on and driving on the streets who knows flying whatever but you won't be here anymore and it just won't matter so if we are able to remember that, as sad as it sounds, it's so right, all this shit means absolutely nothing. It all doesn't matter in the end. In the end, it doesn't really matter. Who sang that? Lincoln, was that Lincoln Park? But in the end, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't at all. Enjoy your life right now. Episode 139, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. I'm telling you right now, I'm having a craving for one of their lobster tails. I like to cut up the lobster tail and put my tongue <laughs> where, where the, the, the cream is, okay? I know this sounds like, Frank, what are you saying? And yeah, I put it in and I wiggle it. Wiggle it just a little bit. You know, like when you were a kid, you'd, you'd take an Oreo cookie and, and you'd open it, and then you'd, you'd, you'd bite into that middle part, or you'd lick it like an ice cream, and then you'd start with that, and then you'd go to the sides, you know, either side of the cookie, and you, you ate it, and if you were a true 80s or 90s kid, you would eat it in three actions. 
middle, take it out, one side, one side. That's it. That's how you you'd eat an Oreo cookie. So I do the same thing with the lobster tail. I lay delis la frenet. Take out the cream one side, tongue goes in. The other side, take out the cream. Oh, man, the taste of just a crust of a lobster tail. Uh, by the way, I sent a non-Italian to Lafrenet once to get uh, lobster tails. I said, uh, she, she's like, what, they have the best lobster tails? I said, yes, go check them out. And then they bring her the lobster tails from the back. And uh, she was expecting lobster tails, as in uh, main lobster, seafood, manja cake. Les Delices Lafrenet. Check them out at their five Montreal locations. This weekend, celebrating a birthday, whatever you are, go buy and get those desserts for celebrating any moment in your life. Les Delices Lafrenet. Of course, you can't, you can't blame a non-Italian. You got to know lobster tails when you're going to a bakery. It's a dessert. It's a, okay. I was actually going to talk about specific things. But then, uh, you know, there, there's uh, mood lighting here. It's late at night. I'm talking, and I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like those late-night radio hosts back in the 80s and 90s, and they'd sit there with their cigarette, even though I don't have a cigarette, and they just smoke. They make their, their point about whatever they're, they're talking about. They blow out their smoke and they have their drink. <laughs> and the lights are, are uh, very low in the studio. You see the producer across the glass. Uh, the, that's what it brings me back to. That's, a re uh, that's why I like doing these podcasts late night. That's how I feel. Minus the uh, cigarettes and drink. Even though I have tons of drinks here behind me at the bar. Let's go through a couple of things, then I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Uh, next week, we'll have another great guest joining me here, sitting right across from me at the drive-by studio. Trust in media reaches new low in the U.S. They did a survey. Compared to 15 years ago, people do not have very much trust in the media anymore. And how could they? So much stuff. I mean, just go on X, go on Twitter, and see what some of the media outlets still, still today, are posting about things we don't even talk about. But you know what I'm, what I'm insinuating. And still trying to push that agenda, almost like they're trying to light some kind of fire, you know, some firecracker to see it go off. But it doesn't. No one's buying it. And then... Their tweets get ratioed. That, that means you get way more comments on it, which are usually very negative, than actual likes. This is the state of the media today. If you see any of their tweets, go check out. Go on X, see any of the stuff on there, any media outlet. Most of the time, any of the stuff they're putting out is major league ratioed. There's always way more negative comments to the amount of likes. This is the state of the media. So it doesn't surprise me. Does it surprise you that the trust in media has reached an all-time low? I was having this conversation with a friend of mine as well. And since anyone now could go on YouTube and be famous and monetize, now I know it takes a certain kind of person, a certain kind of talent, because you still can't turn on YouTube and necessarily get a following. 
you got to know, have some kind of idea what you're doing. But there are more. I was having this conversation with, uh, with Rick a couple of podcasts ago. And it's like people go on, they're content creators, but they're, they're, they're very bad. <laughs> but somehow they have millions of views or hundreds of thousands of subscribers because as bad as they are, they have consistent content that they're putting out. As simple as some of the stuff they're doing is, no one else is doing it. So you find the niche, you do it, you talk about whatever it is. I know my wife watches this girl that talks about, you know, she orders things on Amazon and then she opens the boxes. Basically, she she does the unboxing, in, you know, in front and then it could be anything from designer bags to the, the smallest little gadgets and then some other girl buys all this stuff that is never delivered or gets lost, uh, you know, never gets to the... Uh, never got to their destination or whatever. And there's millions and millions of views. Some people are giving relationship. Some people are giving uh, advice. Some people are, are doing political, you know, and they, they have absolutely no education. They haven't, they haven't studied political science. They haven't studied whatever it is they're talking about. They haven't studied it. They have more than the doctor who has studied it. Anyone literally can do it. Anyone. So when you have so many people out there doing it, Whose fault is it if you're the professional source and you can't penetrate, you can't cut through all that stuff? It's your fault. You were left behind. And that's what's happened with the media. They were left way behind. They weren't able to change with the times and now they're taking it literally. They're taking it deep. And more and more outlets will be closing and more and more people will be sadly losing their jobs, but it's, they, they did it to themselves. But all these other sites like, you know, YouTube and, and TikTok and all, it, it's crazy. I know some people that literally are on their phones and, and that's all they watch. They have their YouTube premium account. They have their TikTok app. I don't remember the last time they turned on television. I mean, even Netflix or any of that stuff because all the stuff being put out there by amateurs is actually better, which is a scary thing. And then there's the copycats. You know, one person does it. 5,000 other people do the same thing, man on the street, woman on the street, asking whatever. The views are just astronomical. And I think what it is, is people just want to see people like themselves behaving either badly or stupidly, or people just like to look at other people. And I remember working in radio, people would always laugh at the people that called up the radio station. Like, hey, that guy you put on today, that girl you put on you know, today, most of the time, people who heard other people on the radio weren't saying nice things about them. They were saying, yeah, I heard that weirdo that called up, or I heard that psycho, or I heard that person that, oh, she blew the contest. I would have totally answered that correctly. And, oh, I heard this guy. And I, that, it was always criticism. The person that called up the radio station was always the whack job from other people who would tell me. So think about what TikTok, YouTube, and all this is. is it's completely regular girl, boy next door. Regular folk, regular people that other people like to watch. Why? Maybe they feel better about themselves when they see these crackpots. But then you see the millions of views they get. And a quick search on Google will tell you how much they made from that multi-million view video. And then when you find out they made like $1,000 for that video and they put out five during the week and they made 5,000 and they put out 20 during the month and made 20,000 and 20,000 a month times 12 is 240,000, quarter of a million dollars. 
then you start wondering, okay, well, maybe I can do this too. It spreads like a bad STD. The media game is on the verge of being over. A couple of little memes and uh, tweets here that made me laugh. National Post. Sophie Gregoire Trudeau repartnered with an Ottawa doctor. His ex-wife claims in divorce petition. So the ex-wife of the doctor claims that Sophie Gregoire Trudeau is in a new relationship with an Ottawa doctor. Apparently she had been in this relationship for quite a while while they were still, they still hadn't made the announcement that they had separated. Now whose business is that? Nobody's just because he's the prime minister. I don't care. A lot of people are pissed because they're saying, well, wait, she went on family vacations on the taxpayer's dollar because she was still going to places with Justin and we were paying for it as taxpayers when she was already in another relationship, no longer the first lady, whatever you want to call her, of Canada. Comedian I like, Abdul Butt, used to be on This Hour, has 22 minutes and I'm, I've been trying to get Abdul, he lives in Florida now, to, he's a Montreal comedian, to, to come on the show. He put, how the hell did she find a doctor in Canada? <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Loves it. That made me crack up. And then I tweeted today, retweeted. There's this um, account called Justin Trudeau's Ego. I put this account is just too good. And I constantly repost this. It's a guy, actually. I know through a friend that does this account. He's brilliant. Whatever Justin Trudeau tweets, he will do the same thing, but as Justin Trudeau's Ego. So, you know, Trudeau will write, happening now, and he's talking about something. So, same thing, Justin Trudeau's ego, happening now. The news about Sophie and her partner has leaked. They're in a committed domestic partnership, which means, if you do the math, this has been going on for quite some time. But don't worry, they only made me sit in the corner and watch twice. <laughs> Justin Trudeau's ego. Brilliant. But this is the thing. Back in the day, we wouldn't know that regular people had the ability to be this witty, funny, and creative. Those people ended up on what? Late night talk shows as writers. But now we get to see all this stuff. As I said, everyone's a journalist. Everyone is a commentator. Everybody's a content creator. The stuff online is better than anything you could see on TV. Only furthering my point that media, people don't have trust in media and media is dying. One last one here it was a meme that made me laugh there's a woman she's lying down on her bed head to the pillow looking up at the ceiling the meme reads dating a guy that drives an electric car i hope i didn't get him pregnant <laughs> i'm not a fan of the electric car and i know people friends that have electric cars and whenever i say this they, 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 they take it personally i remember when people used to say things about BMW drivers being assholes. And that used to rub me the wrong way because I'm like, hey, I'm a BMW driver that's not an asshole. So you know the type of person that drives the electric car. I'm not saying they're all like that or they're all stuck up and because that's unfair. Dating a guy that drives an electric car. She's looking up at the ceiling with her head on the pillow. I hope I didn't get him pregnant. <laughs> Love it. If this podcast was fueled by anything, not Evie. Sorry to disappoint. This episode, 139, solo cast, is brought to you by Les Delices Lafrenet. Check out their five Montreal locations for the best desserts voted Montreal's top bakery. Les Delices Lafrenet is the perfect place to go to get your birthday cake this weekend or somebody else's birthday. You're going over to their house. Up, upstage them. Get them the better cake at Les Delices Lafrenet. Strawberry shortcake, by the way, my pick, or cappuccino. 
Five Star of the Podcast when you can on Spotify or review or comment on Apple. Check out any of our past episodes on the Drive-By YouTube page. Freeway Frank. Merci beaucoup. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace.